Hello everyone and welcome back to the newest episode of Muddling Through with Charlotte and Antonia. Happy Sunday. Woo! We love a Sunday. Do you know what? I actually feel like loads of people hate Sundays because it's like the way to Monday. It's the but end of the I week. find it like the most chilled out day ever. I always awesome. have a nice bath, have some nice mm. food. I think it's just wonderful. Um, but we are actually back together today. Um, Antonia was down visiting her sister in Edinburgh yesterday. Um, so we are together and recording once again, which is just fabulous. Antonia has actually brought me a chihiwi nice donut. So we will be <laughs> eating those um, halfway through recording. They're from Room and Rumours. If you live in Edinburgh, definitely check it out because they are amazing. Um, and to Today, we will be muddling through adulting. Yes, so me and Charlotte always discuss how we have gotten old so fast, um, but we feel like we have learned a few good life lessons along the way, so we kind of wanted to bring those together and share them with you guys in the hopes that maybe you will get something from them and discuss some of our top adulting tips. (laughs) We are great at being adults, take all our advice, it's just wonderful. So yes, let's get into it. So Charlotte, what is your first lesson you have learned? I think one of the biggest things for me, kind of especially coming out of uni, I don't know if anybody else is in this scenario, is that failure doesn't mean you are a failure. Failure doesn't define you. Um, I think one of the things I've really struggled with within the last two years, actually, is applying for jobs. Um, I have applied. If this makes anybody else feel better, (laughs) then I will be so pleased. Or if anybody else is in the same scenario as me, then... You know, we're, you're not we're, alone. <laughs> you're not alone. You're in it for the long haul. Um, I've applied um for 42 different jobs. I have had six interviews and I have zero jobs. But since the first podcast episode where we were discussing imposter syndrome and getting internships, what have you had now? I do now have an internship, guys. Three month one. A three month internship. Yeah, it starts tomorrow. So I'm really very excited. But yeah, this really just proves my point that Mm -hmm. perseverance is key. And I just wanted to add that not being able to get a job doesn't undermine your abilities as a person. It shouldn't make you feel shit. If you don't get the job, then it just means that that wasn't the place for you. I feel like me and you always say, what's for you won't go past you. Absolutely. And I feel like I've had a lot of times like in the past where basically me and Antonia obviously lived together for ages, have been like sitting crying in my room. Antonia's probably just sick of me every two minutes. No. Like, Antonia, I got rejected from this job and just like sitting, like but bawling my eyes out. put you down so much when you put so much effort, like you put so much effort into your applications. Yeah. And you're absolutely be qualified for all the positions. I think also with applications and interviews and stuff, it's such a formulaic process. Yeah, for sure. Like you, it's like a skill in itself. Well, so if you have Actually, someone was telling me recently that sometimes they have buzzwords on computers yeah. so if your application doesn't have the word like I don't know confident in it mm-hmm. they'll literally just cut it out before they even look at it properly yeah, because they get so many applications so I actually now when I'm applying for jobs I will read the like job description and you know when it says you are and it's like uh-huh. confident take those words out and make sure that you put them in your own that's actually a really smart that's a really smart tip that's a good a good piece of advice there but also I think it's important to remember that we are in a global pandemic mm-hmm. like I applied for a job recently they had one position and they had 300 applicants that's and insane. I was like that's mental and I kind of obviously could went, I also probably went into it with a bad mental state like oh I'm not going to get it because somebody else is going to get it above me but I think it's just really important to remember that if you don't get the job or if you do fail in anything it doesn't mean you've done it wrong. It doesn't mean no. that you've not tried your hardest. No. It doesn't define you. Failure doesn't define you. I, I've obviously 
like I said, had so many rejections. But I do feel like I've learned something from every single one, to be honest. The amount of tears that have been... <laughs> wept shed shed <laughs> i was like what is the right word for that i was like tears flying out of my eyes i was like that's just not the right thing to say yeah the amount of tears that have been shed have all been worth it and i am obviously going into a position that i am really happy to be in like with a really reputable good company and yeah. i'm really excited to start and in like a weird kind of way i am thankful that i didn't get the other ones because yeah. i've got this um and i just think like I said earlier, perseverance is key. To give away example as well, Walt Disney actually, when he was, um, did he write books before he started films? I'm not 100% I sure. I want to see, yeah, but I don't books. know. Well, Walt Disney, when he was starting out, um, was told that he lacked imagination and had no good ideas. And, you know, look at him now. Look at him now. He's thriving. He's dead. Oh, yeah. He, he's dead, <laughs> but he was thriving. His legacy. His is legacy thriving. is thriving. Um, and I just think it's important to remember that yeah your failures do not define you everyone you learn from and it's all it's all about growth yeah totally what's one of the lessons that you think you've learned um i think one of my biggest lessons and definitely something that i am still trying to work on is trying to be less of a people pleaser oh my gosh me too. i am such a people pleaser Honestly, I've always been a people pleaser. I always wanted to be teacher's pet. <laughs> Did you? That's oh God, so yeah. you. In primary school, in primary four, um, my primary four teacher used to call me her mini-me. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I Also, used... a bit weird from your teacher. Uh, well, I mean, she just loved me. <laughs> I used to fill up her water bottle and stuff. Oh, my gosh, you're a big loser. <laughs> I know. Like, I just, oh, I don't know. It's ingrained with me to be a people pleaser. But I will do it to the extent that, like, I put myself under strain yeah yeah or I stress myself out like I do that too I remember I got a summer job at this cafe and I had originally not booked on to my friend's holiday to my beloved will well um because I was meant to be going on a family holiday but that didn't go ahead and I just got this job at this uh local cafe and I was so worried about asking for the time off to add on to the holiday because she would have to rearrange the rota for me and like I was new or not even rearrange it she'd have to do it around me bearing in mind she gave me like two shifts a week for four hours and paid me minus like you had 10 pounds eight hours a week <laughs> and you're like so I can't take the time it off was so shit and I didn't ask for the time off so then I ended up going paying like 200 pounds for a plane ticket going to Margot for two nights took it way too far so you could get back to go to work so I could get back to go to work oh gosh so I I missed the I missed the first half of the holiday because I was working for about four hours and then flew out met them there was there for two nights felt like obviously I need to make these the best two nights ever drank way too much (laughs) these need to be the best two nights of my whole life um would have missed my plane the next day because I was so drunk if one of my friends wasn't flying back as well, I remember she had to wake me up. It was such a bad time. I have never looked so rough in my life. Almost tried to board the wrong plane. Ja- oh, Antonia. Like, my friend Jamie had, it was funny at the time, we were really immature, but had drawn like penises on my legs. Can I just say, do you remember ages ago when we were at a social in Aberdeen and we went to a flat viewing and our flatmate had a dick on her face? Do you not remember that? <laughs> It was so bad. We showed up this flat viewing and I was like wanting to be all proper. I loved flat viewings. I'd like worn like proper like trousers and like a nice top. You and Katie had been like out the night before, like actual fucked, came with a dick on your face. I was like, eh, this is embarrassing. <laughs> Not surprising we didn't get that flat. Um and I was like falling asleep on the plane, like still drunk. It was horrible. And oh, it was just no. oh it was awful. And all this happened because I wanted to be such a people pleaser and not ask 
for the time off. Oh, honestly, ask for the time off. I know. That's actually crazy. Um, but yeah, I definitely agree. I'm such a people pleaser too. I always try and fit, I don't know if anybody else does this, fit too many things into like one day and just completely burn myself out. Like I used to do this when I come home from, came home from Aberdeen when we were at uni. I tried to see like all my friends in one weekend mm, yeah. because I was like, oh, I want to please everyone to like see everyone. Because you're worried that someone's going to be like, oh, you've seen somebody else and not seen me. Ah, like be offended. And nobody yeah. actually probably would actually really care that much. But I was like, oh no, like if I don't see all my friends and they're going to like hate me. I'm so, I'm such a paranoid Polly. Um, <laughs> so I would try and squish everything to one weekend and I actually end up like not enjoying things yeah because you just burn yourself out Uh you just completely burn yourself out with trying to squish in too many things when you need to remember that you're important too and you should be enjoying your weekends and you don't need to actually please everyone else because like we always say you don't end up pleasing yourself and that's important too Mm -hmm. Actually, do you not have another recent example of things going wrong just by you trying to be an actual people pleaser? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so recently I've been really into buying things on Gumtree um, because I'm going to be moving flat and it's not going to have any furniture in it and I didn't put any money aside really for buying furniture. <laughs> and Tony didn't realise that when you buy a flat, it doesn't just come with the furniture. She was like, wait, what? I have to buy furniture? I was like, uh, yeah. No, I knew that. I just didn't think about it. Yeah. Anyway, um, I decided I couldn't, like, make all my own furniture. Yeah, of, of course. <laughs> and Tony's been saving corks up for ages to make a mat. And then when we realised that she'd have to, you know, have her furniture for her flat, I was like, maybe you can just make all your furniture. Out of cork, cork sofa, cork chairs, cork tables. Well, that would be quite uncomfortable. But no, um, so I've been trying to buy things on Gumtree. And then I was like, you know what, I will sell things on Gumtree too. I'll just buy and sell. Um, so I put this vase up on Gumtree and this lady messaged me asking if she could buy it and if we could do Gumtree courier service delivery and I was like oh I've never done this before um, can I have time to look into it and I was really busy like trying to get ready to go to my friend's house but she was like gosh she really wants my vase so she was like I'll tell you how it works like I've used it before I was like right no problem she told me how to do it she sent me over this link um, she was like you just put in your card details <laughs> Oh, Antonio <laughs> you put in your car details and I'll pick the time for the courier delivery slot. I was like, right, Babs, no problem. I'll do that. And I was like rushing around trying to do it. Like, I was like, I don't want her to be waiting because I'm busy next week. This is the only time I can do it. Are you trying to please her? But yeah, like, I was like, I, need I to get this fast to her now. I was like, I feel so bad. I don't want her to be waiting. Like, I'm selling her something that's important. This vase, so important. Um, put my car details in, sent her. I was like, oh, it's gone to a white screen. It's not working. And she was like, oh, that's strange. Um, just add in another card, see if that works. I was like, fuck, right, no problem. I'll just do that now. I'm really in a rush. I'll just do that now. Oh, you're an idiot. Put another card in. Didn't go through. And she was like, okay, don't worry. Like, we'll just try again later. And I was like, right, no problem. Feeling really bad. In a rush. Went and had You're sh- feeling so bad that I she's not so got stressed. this bad. I was like, she's going to think I'm so incompetent and stupid that I can't work out how to do this Gumtree courier delivery service. I was like, oh my God. Um. Anyway, so went and had a shower, standing in the shower, had a moment to think. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Oh no. So basically, I was such a people pleaser and stressed that I couldn't get this thing done quick enough for this lady that I just let her scam me. Just let her scam you. Yeah. Um, take all your money. <laughs> take all your money. Two different card details. Babs, I'll give you all my cards, all my money, and the vase. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just deliver my credit card to your house. That would be easy. Oh, such an idiot. Um, anyway, no money was lost in the process, but lesson learned don't be a people pleaser. Don't be a people pleaser. <laughs> Um, so Charlotte what else do you think you have learned in the adulting process 
Um, definitely to take a chance on yourself and don't live your life in a way which is dictated by what other people think of you. I feel like me and Antonia definitely both do this, like worry too much, like, oh, they're going to think this, they're going to think that. And I think we definitely thought that when we decided to make this podcast. Oh my gosh, we didn't tell our friends and family for ages so long yeah and then i and then you kind of felt a bit guilty that we hadn't told them but we just were almost embarrassed i feel like embarrassed maybe not the right word but just nervous that people would judge us think we're big massive dweebs Uh which maybe people do uh i'd be like oh my gosh why are they starting a podcast like that's so rogue like that's so weird like it's not gonna be good like you know just us being paranoid about everything but i think that was something that we'd obviously wanted to do so we were like well we need to take a chance on it we need to back ourselves yeah and just be confident and roll with it um and everyone has been so supportive supportive. like literally nothing to worry about at all in the first place and we're so glad that we did it. Absolutely no regrets. Yeah, and I think that it's kind of a mindset that we hopefully will take forward that you just need to go for things and not care about what other people think. I think as soon as you put yourself out that out there that one time, yeah, the you next can kind of feel like you can do anything. Yeah, yeah completely. Um, I kind of felt like that as well when I went to uni. I don't know if it was more just that I doubted myself or I felt like other people doubted me when they maybe didn't. But like going and doing law at uni, I feel like was a really big thing for me. And I was like, I can't do it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like. I basically only applied for law once. I applied for history um, like four times and that would have been literally fab. But I knew that I'd wanted to do law and I was like, oh, I'm not going to get in. So there's no point in me kind of like trying yeah trying um and obviously that's something that i kind of took a chance on myself and i'm so glad that i did it because yeah i showed them (laughs) you know um but yeah i think i needed to almost go through that process to learn not to undermine myself or to undermine my abilities yeah absolutely and if it's something that you want to do then you should always absolutely go for it no matter whether you think you can't do it or your family or your friends think you can't do it if you don't do it you'll always be you'll never know yourself exactly and if you fail you can try again failure does not define you exactly or you can do something else but if you haven't tried it then you will never know yeah like we said no regrets so do you have any more lessons Antonia? yes some so many wise ones <laughs> we are so wise <laughs> as <wisdomous>. as <laughs> 22 year olds <laughs> um i think something that i've come to kind of learn over the last year and especially and throughout uni is that friendships and relationships do change as you start to grow up and that's okay um I feel like it's almost like a side effect of growing up because there's people that you used to see every week or every day at school and now you might live in different places or you have full-time jobs and you just can't make the same time for each other and yeah. I feel like sometimes well I do especially is I think that it's a reflection on me, me. Like and it's that, your fault yeah like yeah. I must have changed and that's why things are slightly different you give yourself a bit of a guilt trip yeah and even if you have changed which is very possible as you're growing up then that's also part of it yeah um and it's not something that you have to take personally and even if your relationship has changed and evolved and it's different doesn't mean that it's not an amazing wonderful healthy relationship yeah it might just be different to how it was before but that doesn't mean you're not as close or it doesn't mean that they don't like you and you don't like them it's just it's just a side effect of growing up yeah I also think that living away I have learned that obviously friendship is a two-way street but I can definitely do more make more effort yeah that's kind of like what we were saying our last podcast like me and Antonio are both quite shit texting sometimes and that's something that maybe we just need to work on Mm mm-hmm yeah, like definitely, as you said, I do think friendships are a two-way street and effort is key. And obviously being really open and honest about this, when I started going out with my boyfriend in sixth year, there are quite a lot of people that I probably inadvertently 
pushed away and like mm. it wasn't I didn't mean to and I kind of always promised myself that when I got a boyfriend or whatever that I wouldn't be that person that just mm-hmm. like ditched all their friends and like don't get me wrong I didn't ditch all my friends I was still really pally with all my friends but like my effort levels went down and yeah. I know that I probably maybe some of them felt like they weren't as much of a priority yeah, as they used to be. exactly and that's something that I've obviously had to learn from and I've now think I have like a really really good balance yeah, I see my friends like all the time and I see my boyfriend all the time mm-hmm. and you know it's a really nice thing but that is definitely something that I have learned from and obviously whilst relationships can change I just think it's really important to nurture the ones that you do want to keep in your life and you know prioritize and don't let things get in the way yeah and in the same breath if you (laughs) in the same breath (laughs) in the same breath um if some of your relationships do fizzle out and you guys do drift apart permanently then that's part of life too there doesn't need to be any hard feelings about that or animosity maybe those ones just weren't meant to meant last to yeah. they were they served their time they served their time you yeah. enjoyed being friends with them yeah it's over it's okay yes so charlotte give us the final lesson i think the final lesson for us is stop obsessing about things that have happened in the past and things that you can't change me and antonia do this all the time like so the amount of times i've like sat up in my bed like worrying about something that happened four years ago that nobody else actually gives a fuck about is ridiculous i still at night worry about like mistakes i've made in jobs that i'm not even in anymore really <laughs> oh my god and I'm you so, do torment I, yourself yeah, with I mistakes do. you've made in jobs i do really haunt me but they serve it serves no purpose like no. i don't get anywhere with it i do it with embarrassing things i've said oh. stupid stuff i've done and like Honestly. i just don't understand why i need to obsess about the past so much because it just makes you feel like rubbish so rubbish or you're like oh my gosh i can't believe i said this one thing at this party to this person like they're gonna hate me they probably can't remember i know and i always try to tell myself if you're worrying about something or overthinking something to do with someone else the chances of them even thinking about that are so small so why do you waste your time thinking about something that no one else is even remotely gonna care about. about yeah exactly or sometimes i find myself like apologizing for random stuff like i'll text someone and be like oh my gosh i'm so sorry i said this and they're like i can't even remember you saying that <laughs> and then actually like why have i brought this up i look like an actual lunatic <laughs> totally i definitely think something i want to keep working on is just leaving things in the past yeah stop obsessing over them move forward and on to better things bigger and better things yeah so thinking a bit more about becoming an adult, um, I don't know if you're the same, but when I was little, I literally could not wait to be an adult. Oh, I literally couldn't wait to like live on my own, have my own stuff, like just be be a grown up. As soon as you hit like yeah. 17, you're like, wow, I'm so grown up. And I feel like I just thought I was just always going to have money to buy things. Uh-huh, that you wanted. Yeah, but really stuff's expensive. Like I hate spending money on like food shop and oh it's the worst like cleaning products and stuff like that like i feel like i didn't realize that things were so expensive oh definitely i th- honestly thought everything was so cheap until you have to pay things yourself yeah. like things like cheese i'm <gasps> sorry a block of cheese costs about three pounds cheddar's like 3.99 and if you want to get the nice cathedral state stuff you know that's like four pounds block i just i, I feel like that was a good thing about in a flat because they would just share the price of the cheese oh yeah 100 so expensive and toilet roll. Toilet roll is the Who worst. Who wants to buy toilet roll? I'm sorry. I think about, like, if you get Andrex, Andrex pack of, I think it's like 24, 
It's like ten pounds. Yeah, and that's not something I'm willing to no. go cheap on. I'm not. Do you know what? Antonia, <laughs> whenever we lived together, she was like, "I want to get like the nice toilet roll." I didn't give a fuck. I was like, "I'll wash my hand." My no, hands. no, because if you get the cheap toilet roll, then you need to use twice as much because it's so thin. Uh, see, I just I just used the same amount. It really no, you didn't bother didn't. me. No, I don't know. That was yeah something that was a bit of a bone of contention in our flat. I was quite yeah. happy with the with cheap stuff. No. Antonia wanted luxury Cushel <laughs> for eight pounds for like ten. Toilet rolls. But weren't you glad? I was glad in the end. <laughs> yeah, what are some other things that you thought were just really expensive? Mm, meat. Obviously, I wanted to eat a bit more veggie anyway because I like eating veggie, better for the environment, all that kind of thing. But your bill is just so much less if you don't have meat in oh, it. Oh, literally so much less. Like a, a pack of three chicken is like seven pounds. Yeah. Like we um, cooked together as a flat when we were still living in Glasgow with Megan. And if I did a meal with meat, I was like, whoa, treating these girls. <laughs> these girls are eating well tonight. <laughs> Literally. Do you know what else I didn't realise was so expensive? And this sounds a bit silly because neither of us obviously have kids. But like just mm-hmm. as you get older, like raising a child is fucking extortionate. Yeah. Like I was reading this thing ages ago that basically said to raise a kid from zero to 18 costs between 75,000 to 100,000 thousand pounds oh my god it literally just gets worse you start buying cheese and then suddenly you're spending 100 grand on your kids you know why it's a lot of toilet roll it's a lot of toilet roll roll. that's actually making me think of this one time this is really bad but basically um we're out drinking at my friend's house who stays in peebles which is like maybe like a 40 minute drive from my house or something um basically had a little bit too (laughs) much to drink and my dad had to come and get me and he came in a taxi because they'd been at like a dinner party um, with his with his friend. And by the time he got to my friend's house, like the door was locked, so he couldn't get in to get me. <laughs> Had to wait for my friend to get back from being somewhere else to come and let me out the house and then take me home. And it cost five hundred pounds. Oh my god! Honestly, I have never felt so guilty in my whole life. But that's what a hundred thousand pounds plus you know the 500 pounds when your kids are stupid yeah if you have a charlotte dempster then it's going to cost a lot more than <laughs> uh, literally i was like oh what an actual nutty <laughs> probably so hated me for that but you know love and learn um also i definitely think that there's things that i get excited about now which i never thought i would have got excited oh my about gosh, before i know Same like here. for example a hoover oh a good hoover is mm. just the best thing you can have in your house honestly we moved into our flat and the hoover didn't work and devastation it was awful we couldn't live like that we couldn't live like that no. in our old flat as well the hoover was also who wants rubbish. a henry the hoover nobody wants that do you know what I, people rave about henry the so hoover crap. i hate them i want a dyson i want a dyson i love the roller dyson balls ones. one uh, that's cordless see see we're getting really excited about what, <laughs> what hoovers are we going to have in the future what an exciting concept honestly they are really extortionate yeah. do you know what something else is it's a flora Zaflora. I feel like maybe that's been like trip all to the B&M. way. Uh, trip, a trip to B&M to With get Zaflora. all the different types of Zaflora. Cleaning products. I also just think Zaflora is a really good like use of money. Multi-purpose. Ah, it's, it's actually amazing. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're getting really way too excited about this, but there just is some things you just really enjoy as an adult. It's sad, but is it? I don't think it is sad. I call it. I'm enjoying it. Adulting. It is. It's called adulting. <laughs> adulting is jo- enjoying a really cold, crisp glass of white wine. A Pinot Grigio. A Pinot Grigio <laughs> on a Friday night <laughs> in your own <laughs> flat with nobody by yourself. <laughs> no. no! <laughs> I'm kidding, with your friends. But like, it is just some things that you're just like, wow, mm-hmm. it's the little things. It's the small it? things. Yeah. 
I've definitely like even enjoyed some more walks. Spent so much more time outside. Yeah. You know, when you're younger, like I've always kind of enjoyed being outside, same as you. But you, when you, your parents used to drag you on a walk, you'd be like, "Oh, it's a Sunday, like I can't be bothered." Now, bounding about, uh huh, loving a fleece, loving in a fleece. my fleece, <laughs> in my fleece, in my walking boots, ready to go on a six-hour Best hike. Purchases. Literally, favorite things to buy as an adult. Ugh. Anyway, sorry, that was such a ramble. Um, but what we did want to finish off with was a few adulting tips, as you know, we have gained many throughout our years oh, being yeah. mature adults for sure so yes i'm gonna kick it off with a starling account Ooh, <laughs> bank account okay this has honestly Fun. made such a change um to my saving so basically on starling you can make spaces so it's almost like little mini bank accounts within your bank account so i have one which is r.i.p ibiza so that's where i was putting all my money for my holidays in and sean and i have a space for like date night so he can transfer me money and i can put money in there and then we just know that when we have money we can spend it we also did that when we moved to glasgow me and megsy had like a wee flat fun one yeah we would just like all put money in that and then if we went out for dinner then you just use that account and you didn't so have good. to worry about that like awkward when you're splitting the uh-huh, bill like, like it just i'll pay like 10 pounds 35p please yeah it just looked like i was always treating everyone and it was nice <laughs> um and also things if you're like wanting to save for something nice for yourself i feel like it's quite like a guilt-free way because you can just put money in there gradually you can see it building you can also put on the roundup feature so um Every time you make a purchase, it'll round it up to the nearest pound and it can go into one of your spaces. So if you want to treat yourself to something, very easy way to do it. Oh, that's fun. Do you know what else I love about Starling? I also have a Starling account. Is that you can put pictures in. Yes, Like pictures. beside the wee um, space boxes. Manifesting. Uh, manifestation. Manifesting. A nice wee picture of Ibiza, ready mm. to go on holiday. Mm-hmm. It's lovely. Yeah. Also, I kind of want to say at the same time, um, obviously everyone's financial situations are different and there are things that you definitely need to have money to pay for, like your rent, your bills, whatever. But I do think that at this stage, if you're at uni especially, it's so hard to save any real money. Like I feel like you just end up saving like a few hundred pounds. It's not Mm -hmm. really anything that's going to build you up necessarily in the long term. So I feel like we should not feel guilty about putting money like that towards experiences mm-hmm. i feel like you really can't put like spending a price it. on that yeah. yeah have a nice wee weekend away or something yeah and i feel like you should just not feel guilty about spending your money on that because you're only young once you are only young once yolo and i am <laughs> definitely good at spending my money oh me too all the time and no regrets no regrets no we've said that like 10 times <laughs> yeah we're gonna get that tattooed on us um but then yeah you if you go f- want to go for that nice meal then midweek you just eat from the reduced section and use the too good to go app oh we love too good to go <laughs> if you don't know about it if you live in a city it's really good you can go pick food up at the end of the day for like five pennies yeah that's my advice <laughs> Um, one from me would be to learn to make yourself love early mornings. I mean, I'm not always amazing at this, but I do feel like if you can get up early and just have a take the day, go at it mm. kind of attitude, um, you'll feel so much more accomplished. You have like, I feel so much more less stressed when I get up early because I just feel like I have time yeah. to do the things that like I need to do. And if you get up early, I think mornings are actually so nice. Oh, the mornings are nice. Um, I used to always love that. Like, see if you give yourself like an extra hour to have breakfast. Like, yeah. I'm so bad for being one to just get up and skip breakfast mm-hmm. and like go straight to work or go straight to like meet a friend or go wherever I'm going. And I feel like that, like actually, that you time in the morning when you just have an hour to do whatever you want is so nice. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, and I would definitely couple that one with incorporate a good sleeping schedule. I'm so bad for this. So am I. I have this ridiculous thing that I feel like I need to wait up until it's 12 o'clock so before I go to I. sleep. It's like, oh, this is me time, me on my phone. Yeah, I'm like, oh, like I have an hour on my phone before I go to bed. And it's actually really bad for you. Like I read this thing ages ago that said that the 30 minutes before you go to sleep is like really like important and like you shouldn't go on your phone because that's like the best time when you get like peaceful rest before yeah. you go to sleep. Like winds you down and stuff and you should mm-hmm. definitely like read a book or like even like watch TV or something but apparently your phone's really bad. Um, So yeah, if you want to love early mornings then I would definitely say get a good sleep schedule. Don't feel like you need to go to bed at 12 o'clock or whatever. Obviously, if you're going on a night out or if you're wanting to have fun with your friends or whatever, definitely do not follow that piece of advice. Um, But you know, whenever you can get into a good routine, I would yeah. definitely recommend trying. Absolutely. Also, I would say learn to cook. I think cooking is just so important. You save so much money. It's so much healthier. If you're in a flat, we really enjoyed sharing meals. So we would do a shared kind of like grocery shop and then like buy our own things for lunches or whatever. You save so much money. And if you're taking turns cooking, then you always get a good meal. I kind of feel like you want to yeah. feed people well. And I support <laughs> people, yeah. Yeah, and I feel like I definitely got more enjoyment out of cooking for you guys because I'd make more of an effort yeah. than I would for myself. Antonia makes the nicest pies. <laughs> Such good pies. It's like this hummus pea pie thing. Wow, it's that amazing. so unappealing. <laughs> no, it doesn't, honestly. It's amazing. I loved it. <laughs> But that is definitely better for everyone. It means that you get time off as well. And also, this is something that we were really bad for in like third year at uni, which was buying lunch. Well, you actually more so than me. Oh, I was terrible. Um, Buying lunch at work or uni is just money down the drain. It really does add up. Or buying coffee as well. Like if you can take coffee in a flask from your flat, just take it. Like there's nothing wrong with the wee cheeky coffee. I I literally do that all the time. But if you're having like a three pound coffee and like a five pound sandwich from some bougie coffee shop every day, then that's like... I don't know, like 40 quid a week. But when we switched, we, we saved, saved so, so much, much money. money. Yeah, I definitely agree with that one. Um, I think another one that I wanted to touch on was with regard to job failures, like kind of we were talking about earlier, or just any sort of failure you feel like you've had. If you can get any feedback, absolutely ask for it. And make sure you take notes. Maybe put all your feedback in a folder and try and take the positives from rejected applications and the negatives too because that's kind of what helps you grow. I mean I know I have done in the past sometimes like printed out any emails and highlighted them. Oh that's a good idea. Um, yeah and just written little notes in them like oh this is what I know I need to improve on my next application or this is what I know I've done well and I feel like it's actually been really good for kind of building my confidence about what I know I'm good and not good at but I would also say just on that point there are a lot of places that don't give you any feedback yeah and if you can chase it up or if you can phone people and just ask then usually they are better at it because I know quite a lot of job applications like we said you you know people are getting 300 applicants they Mm -hmm. can't give you feedback but But sometimes if you do like be really proactive and like specifically ask then they will give you you know something so I would definitely recommend that as well absolutely so has that brought us to the end of this podcast no <laughs> it's not i don't know it's, it's time to do the things we're loving <laughs> i was gonna say i'm confused <laughs> okay so charlotte tell me things that you are loving being an adult there are many things that i'm learning to love and one of them is my new garlic crusher <laughs> okay Sounds like a loser. I don't understand how to explain this, but basically, it's like a handheld garlic crusher. It's like a seesaw. Yes, it is like a seesaw that you just put the little piece of garlic underneath it and you just crush it. Roll it. (laughs) You just roll it. You just crush it with with your, like, with your fist. (laughs) 
That makes no sense. The good thing about it is there's no waste. There's no waste. We're all up for the no waste. And it literally just all comes through the little holes and you can use every single bit of the garlic and it's just amazing. (laughs) I'm going to have to post a picture of this on Instagram. With your garlic crusher. I'm going to post a picture of me with my garlic crusher because I think everybody should have one. Um, But it's really impossible to describe. So I do apologise. But uh, my new garlic crusher is the thing I'm loving this week. Mine is also in the same theme. Mine is my soup machine. (laughs) Now, if you know me, you will know how obsessed I am with my soup machine. But it's changed my life. Lunch is so easy. Dinner is so easy. Really it has changed your life, hasn't it? No wasted vegetables. All you need to do is chuck in your chopped up vegetables raw, however you like them, with see some seasoning, bit of stock, fill it with water, 20 minutes. It is boiled, blended, ready to eat. It's so easy. You can have it chunky, you can have it smooth. You can even do smoothies. You now, can. Now that puts me off because I don't want to combine the two. What, like but it's Potato so, smoothies. <laughs> it's so multi-purpose. So those are some fabulous... <laughs> there are some fabulous products that we think you should all invest your money in. Absolutely. You will have no regrets. But that really has brought us to the end of this episode. So Charlotte. Yes, it is time for our cheesy quote. And this week's quote comes from a Mr. Walt Disney and it is growing old is mandatory but growing up is optional and we just wanted to remind you that despite all this adulting talk it's always important to be young and fun and live your life. Absolutely. So thank you for listening to our podcast and hopefully we will have you again with us next week. Woohoo!